BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, McLovin, what's the poll question today? Okay, uh, a few NBA questions. Right. Last night, was Brooklyn that good or Milwaukee that bad? I would bet you if we put that up, Milwaukee being that bad would be the the big storyline. Well, you can't be down by 49. Yeah, even if Brooklyn's playing that well, that how is that possible that a team that's that good play that poorly? So you don't have James Harden. And you're down, and you know you have to get this win because you're not sure when Harden's going to come back. Maybe you steal a couple of games, and maybe he doesn't come back, and you can win this series. I mean, that was less than inspiring, and it just felt like they had they made no adjustments. And I, I kept watching, going, "You can't be this bad," but they were. What else do you have? Okay, uh, will Giannis ever be able to win a title in Milwaukee? <laughs> okay. Oh, in Milwaukee. Um, Does he have to go to like an L.A. at some point? 
I think people have to understand there are certain places that you might not be able to get free agents. Or at least it's tougher to get free agents. You know, if, if you're going to be in Brooklyn or Miami or L.A., you, you can get a free agent, it feels like. You know, LeBron had trouble in Cleveland. Famously couldn't get Chris Bosh to even stop into Cleveland. He went straight to Miami. He was trying to recruit Bosh. Uh, they got Kevin Love, but that was with a trade. Uh, Kyrie, that was when the Cavs were bad and they were able to draft Kyrie after LeBron left. But you're trying to get free agents. There are certain cities where it's going to be tougher to get players to want to go. I mean, New York, the Knicks, for a long period of time, he had a hard time getting, you know, play. you still have a hard time getting players wanting to go there. I think now you're starting to see what the garden can be like. Uh, we certainly saw that at least after one game there with the Atlanta Hawks, but there are certain cities that you're just not going to get these players to go given. It sounds strange to say that the Greek freak is a go-to guy in the regular season. It just feels like during the postseason he shouldn't be your number one option because I, I think the defense is gear up towards him. He's not like Luca. He's not like these other players where you go, that guy is going to be able to beat you somehow, some way. With Giannis, I watch, and he came down and, and took, he took a three, and I went, what? No, no, what are, you, what are you doing? You didn't need to take a three. Then he's taking a three. And he's, he's a great player. He's fun to watch. I just don't know come postseason. If they bow out like this again and not competitive, then, you know, I think, and they brought in, you know, a holiday. I mean, they, we thought, okay, now you have another quality player to go along with Middleton. But I, I don't see much progress here. Adam Lefko, Tuesday NBA on TNT host and uh, host of the Lefko show on Bleacher Report, just back from his honeymoon. Who gets married during the NBA season when they cover the NBA? Is that a real question for yes, me? Yes, it is. Answer yes. this morning. Yes, that's a real. Guy, you went Durant you on me. Well, well, I was supposed to get married last year, Dan, and then this COVID thing happened, so it was perfectly scheduled. And I didn't know the schedule was going to happen like this. Also, Ernie's got it. You know, they come. You're looking at me. I'm not working anyway. You think Ernie's getting off that desk? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is what Ernie lives for. Er, Ernie is. Well, I'm telling you, they come out of commercial, and he gets to hit him with the, you know, 25 of the last 27 times that the Bucks have been trailing after two games. They, come on, man. He's got the stats ready. I'm not taking his time. I want to watch Ernie anyway. Okay. Are you still married? I am. Honeymoon was amazing. Went to Hawaii. Uh, and the best thing is the time difference. Hey, babe, I think, yeah, let's take that 2 o'clock nap. Perfect. Game starts at 3. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> um, all right, where do you want to start with uh, the Nets where or the you were Bucks? Just, where you just were, Budenholzer. What the heck is he doing? I mean, that dude, that, can you imagine the pressure on him right now, yeah. heading back to Milwaukee down 2-0, when everyone couldn't believe that they kept him anyway? It's more of the same, Dan, and that's what's incredible to me. They were this season, they allowed the most threes per game of any team in the NBA, second worst three-point percentage in terms of allowed. This is what they've done every single year. 
And yet, we not everybody, we all looked at each other and said, are we going to do this again? Are we going to go to the playoffs and we're going to let teams hit threes and Giannis inexplicably, inexplicably is going to be at the top of the three and they're going to create a wall and we're going to go, man, Chris Middleton, really good NBA player in the regular season, kind of a three when it comes to the playoffs. We're going to do this again? I, I just don't understand. I'm sitting there, I'm texting with Candace Parker last night, and I'm going, didn't you say all season long that they were running Giannis on the block and that it, it opened up everything else because of his ability to pass and, and it gets him closer to the basket? And she's like, I don't get it. She's like, it, it's like, it's like they didn't work on any of this all year. And, and I, I just, it's, it's crazy to me, man, because we're going to blame Giannis and he's going to, he's going to get this one more pass because if it doesn't work out, they're going to get rid of Budenholzer and then they're going to go, maybe it's the coach. I just, how much more of this kid's prime can we waste? And, and if it's, if it's him, then that's an issue too. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask you, is this coaching or is it personnel? I, I, I think game three, we're going to learn a lot. They need to play through Drew Holiday on offense. And, and they need to figure out a way to slow this down because they're going up against a Nets team that doesn't even have Jeff Green, let alone James Harden. <laughs> and, like, I, I know it's an unstoppable force, but the big storyline that I saw kind of developing last night was, oh, we are getting the Devin Booker hero's journey where he becomes the young Padawan that goes on to face the evil Nets in the finals, uh, led by Obi-Wan Kenobi in Chris Paul. Like, you could just see the NBA storyline being developed last night. But, yeah, in terms of the Bucks, man, play through Drew Holiday, get Giannis on the block, stop allowing all these threes, and do something. I'm, like, poking him with a stick on the ground right now. Is there a better starting five when they start than the Nets when you think about offensive efficiency? In NBA history, I just I, how quickly we forget those Warriors teams. I don't know. I just remember sitting there when Clay had that game six against the Thunder, where it didn't <laughs> seem like the ball ever touched the ground. You know, there, there's a difference in style of this offense. I I get amazed at the individual talents. When Kyrie takes someone off the dribble, it's a Monet. When Kevin Durant just steps back and shoots, and there's nothing you can do. It's, it, it's just unstoppable. It's like Thanos. And then when you watch James Harden, you know, it's, it's maybe the greatest one-on-one player ever. But the Warriors, the ball never touched the ground. You know, it was the passing. It was the efficiency. It was, it was this gravitational force that was Stephen Curry. So uh, I think that one, I mean, look, I don't know the numbers on it, but it, it felt more efficient just because it, it felt more artistic. This feels more like singular attacking. Yeah, I would agree with you. What Golden State did and how they did it, uh, to me, I had not seen before. You know, you have the Celtics with the big three with Bird, McHale, and Parrish, but offensive efficiency wasn't close to this. Even if you threw in Ainge and DJ, Bill Walton off the bench. Uh, you know, we've seen the 76ers with Dr. J. They had a, sure. they had a lot of talent at every position there. Uh, Mo Cheeks, yeah, Daryl Dawkins, everybody. yeah. Andrew Tony. Uh, yeah, and then you throw in the Showtime Lakers. If you have Magic, Kareem, mm. and Worthy, 
Uh, I mean, there there've been there've been teams that rival this. Um, what about the Miami Heat with Bosh, Wade, and LeBron? Mm. See that it, it it didn't feel as offensively impressive yeah. as these teams do. Like that felt more as like a complete dominant team performance because LeBron and Wade had that mind meld going on, and then Chris Bosh was always in the right spot defensively. And I do it like when I think of that. Oh man, Ray Allen out there as well, who will go down as one of the greatest shooters of all time. This this though it feels because LeBron offense isn't as artistic as these guys. It is brute force. Whereas Durant, they just did an incredible article. I think it was in the New York Times where it talked about how effortless his motion it is. And when James Naismith invented the game, his fourth rule may have been, trust me, when you see Kevin Durant, this is how it's supposed to be played. Um, These guys just, it feels more artistic. Whereas LeBron uh, and even my guy Wade, it was just a lot more physical and spacing and putting a guy on your hip. Can the Nets win a title without Harden? Shoot, after last night, it kind of makes you think so. I, I think that the stars are aligning in terms of the competition. Uh, my, my dummy head just made a bet with a friend that the Sixers are going to come back and beat the Hawks, and I don't even feel confident about that. Uh, but if Embiid with his knee, with Embiid going down, I always looked at Embiid as the one force in the East that if he's able to do his 40, 15, and, and whatever, uh, he could be that, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be. I, I know we're getting all hopped up on the Hawks, but uh, it's a games, it's kind of a games one fool's goal. I still think they're great, and Trey Young has figured it out. And in the West, uh, okay, you got the Suns. I, look, Kawhi went Terminator mode, uh, and, and I'll, I'm texting with Wade, and he's just going, you know, when he does that, you just sit back and go, what do we do? Because you can't stop it. Um, and I, I just don't see any other team, and maybe Utah. But, no, I, I think the Nets can win without Harden. I think it'll be a lot more dominant with him. Uh, but after last night, I think all my fears kind of went away. Are you all in on the Clippers? No. Are you kidding? Are you? No. No. I it's I, I, I can't guarantee what I'm going to get any night. because Now, are you all in on the Clippers if you get Kawhi game six and game seven against the Mavericks every game? Yeah. I, I guess, but but see, I don't. I it, I'm not worried about Kawhi. He had one bad game in the series. It's the other yeah. guys that I just remember. Beverly, oh, hey, he'll be great against Luca and uh, playoff Rondo. And I go, okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, it comes down to if Paul George is consistently good and Kawhi and is Kawhi. All right, but I think Utah's a better team. I I I, I we don't want to embrace Utah. Uh, because we go, well, they don't really have stars there, uh, but they play good team defense and they shoot the three. And that feels like that's you know a pretty good formula to advance here. Hey, Dan, you know how this, this whole year with Russell Westbrook, everyone was debating the meaningfulness of a triple-double? I would like to draw up the meaningfulness of a regular season 50-40-90, because I think it's time we talk about it. 50% from the field, 40% from three, 90% from three-point. You know three guys that, have, that were either at that mark, surpassed it, or always around it? Tobias Harris, Paul George, and Chris Middleton. All three of them were either going to the All-Star game or getting really close because of those numbers. And all three of those guys, 
those numbers become meaningless when the playoffs start. <laughs> meaningless. All three of those guys, I'm going, okay, Tobias, you got $180 million. Paul George, I mean, you, you complain that the rest don't treat you like a superstar, and you say that you are. And Chris Middleton, I mean, here we are talking about he's a modern-day scorer and all that. And then when the playoffs start, I don't see him. And so 50-40-90 is supposed to be this all-time test because Steve Nash did it and Steph Curry did it. But these guys, when the playoffs start, absolute no-show. And, and look, the, 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 the stories can still be written differently, but I just all three of those guys need to be great for their teams to win, and I just can't bet on that. More likely to play for a championship first, the Greek Freak or Luka? Wow. I think that the, the main reason I'm going to say the Greek freak is because I don't know how the Mavericks are going to get rid of that Porzingis contract. And until they do, I don't know what they do. He's making over $30 million for the next three seasons. And I, I thought last night, I went, wow, how great would it be if Cuban could dump that contract and then make a run at Kawhi? after the season when he's a free agent. Could you imagine Luka and Kawhi next to each other? And then I went, wait, who are the teams that are even built to take on that salary? And there's two right now that have over $30 million in cap space. The Spurs and the Knicks. And there's no way the Knicks <laughs> are taking Porzingis. And I thought, is there any way that this Spurs franchise with their love of foreign-born players would fall in love with the Latvian freak named Porzingis and think we could be the ones to turn it around. And then I smacked myself in the face and went, there is no player less San Antonio than Kristaps Porzingis, who after a season in which he does nothing and he sat on the bench for most of it, goes out there and complains that he is not treated like a number two. So I... Until they get rid of that contract, I'm going to go Greek freak because at least I know that they may get a new coach that can turn it around. Um, but, uh, yeah, with Porzingis' contract, I just can't bet on Luca right now. You still married? Man, it, it's good, Dan. I like it. The only thing is, is I got my ring is too small. I had a lot of pizza last night, and now I can't get it off. <laughs> but she likes it. Well, that. you're not supposed to take it off. That's what she keeps saying, but like you know, I want to play with it. You know, I want to. I want to act like I'm in the Matrix or something. Good to talk. You got any, you got any marital advice for me? <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, just be a good listener. Remember mm. everything she says. Just, just concentrate on everything because she'll probably at some point going. Are you? Are you even listening to me? And and you can't. I just want to. I just want to ask the Dan. That's really quick. Shout out to Fritzy. Uh, I just want to ask them. Every time I ask Dan for advice, he just tells me to listen. You know, hey, how do I do a really good job hosting NBA on TNT? Just listen. Don't talk. Hey, how do I have a good marriage? Just listen. Does he listen to you guys, or does he just talk the entire time? Because does this man follow what he preaches? I'm I'm just seeing a trend here. Uh, does anybody want to be a spokesperson for the Danettes? Yeah, Pauline. When you think Dan's not listening. Four months later, he'll be like, remember that thing you said on Tuesday in May? And you're like, oh, man. Okay. I'm listening. Right. I'm listening, Lefko. Yeah, Seton. I love that. Adam, one time uh, about 13 years ago, I made a joke about how Dan's not a good singer, and he's never forgotten that. So <laughs> I can speak. I love, to, I love to sing here in the studio during commercial breaks. And, and uh, you know, I'll just start singing. I'll see Seton, and then I'll go, yeah, I know I can't sing. And then I just keep walking and still singing. 
Do you sing or do you croon? Because I feel like you're much more of a crooner. I'm a lounge singer. Mm, Goulet. Bobby Goulet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing it. You snap when you sing, too, don't you? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I'm sort of uh, like Barry White. You know, I'm, I'm Barry extremely white. And when I bring the voice down like this, the brother Barry White, I mean, that's when you start to melt some hearts. Oof. God, so. I got, I got, I just had to get a little steamy. I had to take a paper towel beforehand. <laughs> oh, don't let your wife hear this. You're right. Yeah. Uh, hey. I'm, putting, I'm putting you on mute. Yeah. Hey, great to talk to you again. Congratulations. Good talking to you too. Oh, yeah. Thank you, pal. I'm going to take the uh, day, I'm going to take the over on the wedding and and the uh, marriage. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Uh, see, I knew I loved you. I knew I'm I did. going over. Thank you, Dan. The over is only five and a half. So I'm going. Oh, geez. Five and a half decades, Lefko. My man, that's <laughs> how you turn it around. Thank I you. love it. Thank you, bud. That's uh, Adam Lefko. Tuesday, NBA on TNT host, the Lefko Show on Bleacher Report. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? 
I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE SUV. Say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400 cities. He's Albert Breer, the senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist for the Monday morning quarterback. And uh, explain to me if this is big news that Aaron Rodgers is not at the mandatory camp starting today, Albert. No, I mean, I think the the, the real inflection point for all of this is really always going to be the start of training camp. And that... Um, it relates back to the fact that he hasn't been at the offseason program in general, you know, and so his willingness to walk away from a half million dollar um, workout bonus, I think, tells you if the Packers were going to find him ninety three thousand dollars, which they can for missing the three day mini camp um, this week, then he'd be willing to do that, too. Um, you know, really, I think, you know, all along where the rubbers met the road here has been the beginning of training camp. And I think the Packers know it. The Packers were aware that he wasn't going to show up today. And, you know, now going forward, um, they have five, six weeks to come to some sort of resolution. Upside here, I guess, is that you get to see Jordan Love for another couple days. Um, you know, next week, Matt LaFleur's actually made the, uh, the, the last part of the offseason program. Um, for guys who have workout bonuses, you know, optional where they can, you know, attend things virtually. So really the next big thing um, coming down the road, coming down the road for Rogers is the start of training camp. I'm still trying to understand the timing of all of this. Let's say Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to stay in Green Bay. 
Mm -hmm. then at some point he has to be concerned about where am I going and when am I getting there and what is that team going to have to get give up to get me there and have I yeah. really improved my you know, position here? Or if he's staying in Green Bay, what has to happen other than firing the GM that he's willing to go back? I, I just keep waiting for some kind of information here that moves us in one direction or another. Yeah, and I, I honestly, like, like I, I think we talked about last week, um, you know, like Julio would have been an olive branch to me. Um, you know, I don't know how you fix the fact that you haven't been as aggressive as he'd like with free agency and the draft gone. And now with a trade opportunity like Julio presented, um, off the table as well. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think you almost have to make some sort of promise that, you know, Aaron, we're going to pay you now and we are going to either a change the way we do business or B trade you to wherever you want to be traded to after this season. I mean, that's really it. And, you know, I think what you're talking about, the way you laid that out, Dan, is sort of like where Russell Wilson was and where, um, you know, I think he kind of came to the realization that the best situation, the only situation really for him in 2021 was going to be Seattle. And that doesn't mean that Russell Wilson's not going to be back in the same spot in January 22 that he was in January 21. I think there's a good likelihood he is. Um, but he just sort of came to the realization they're not trading me. So I might as well go in and, and, and try to put myself in position to have the best season I can right now. Aaron Rodgers isn't at that point yet. Um, we'll see if he gets there over the next few weeks. I mean, I, I guess you can't totally rule out retirement, but that, that, that'd be a pretty crazy option for a guy who's still at the top of his game. And obviously the reigning MVP of the league is. We haven't even heard trade rumors, right? I know. Well, I can tell you the other teams are monitoring, like the Broncos are monitoring what's going on here, you know, and they've kept an eye on it. Um, you know, I know other teams have kind of, you know, asked around like what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. It, the interesting thing about it, you know, Dan, is a, a lot of times like these sorts of situations, like Julio, for example, it, I, I feel like other teams had a lot of information over the last five or six weeks on where the Julio thing was, right? Like, so yeah, the Titans got him, but you know, the Niners and the Rams and the Cardinals and the Patriots and the Raiders, they all knew what was going on, right? Like, so they were at least informed to a certain level of where things were at. I think with the, the Rogers situation is completely different, like where other teams are keeping an eye on it, but they're really just as in the dark as the Packers are on, on, on where this is going to go over the next five or six weeks. And um, so that makes it a little bit of a unique situation, you know, and, um, you know, at some point, obviously everybody's going to have to decide how they, how they move forward. And that's why I think training camp is an important day because uh, they can, that the, the Packers can excuse his absence this week and, and not find him. And I would think they would do that if they want to have any shot of yeah. repairing the relationship. You know, I, I just feel like that would be like almost a declaration of war to, to not excuse him and to find him this week. They can't do that when they get to trading camp. Under the new CBA, they are required to fine them $50,000 a day, and they can't forgive those fines after they're assessed. So mm. that, to me, is really kind of the point where some sort of decision is going to have to come. I need Shannon Sharp to call Aaron Rodgers and not let him know he's on the air and then just say, hey, what's up, dude? You, know, you want out of there? Just hanging out, man. What's going on? <laughs> How did uh, they confirm that story that you you said that Julio Jones did not know he was on the air with with Shannon Sharp? I've talked to some people. I've talked to people on all ends of this, and I 
you know, I, like, I, like over the last few weeks, I've sort of been able to nail that down. Now it happened to be in my column on Monday, but um, you know, through a number of different people, um, I, you know, I've been able to sort of nail down the fact that Julio didn't know what was going on there. And I don't think Julio, it's of his nature to make a big deal out of it because he doesn't make a big deal out of anything. But I think anybody who was watching that in the moment, if you saw the way that Julio spoke and kind of the tone, and then you add that to Julio's ultra private nature, like he would never do something like, like he's got, we had a 10 year track record with the guy, Dan. Yeah. Well, has he ever done anything like that remotely? No. I mean, how many, like, do you even know what his voice sounds like? We've had him on once. Seven years yeah. ago, I had him on once. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I think most football fans, like, if Julio talked into a microphone, wouldn't know it was him, you know? <laughs> so he, he's so private, and that's yeah. the thing. So, um, you know, not only was I able to confirm it, but it's also way out of his nature that, like, he would come and just fire this cannon, like, m- memorial over Memorial Day week, you know? And, like, I, I want out of there. That's not Julio's nature to begin with. So Did Fox um, hear from the NFL? Huh? Did Fox hear from the NFL? I don't think the, I know the Falcons weren't happy about it. I like the fact now I don't know about the league office itself, but I know the Falcons really weren't happy about it. And one of the reasons why was because they had worked really hard to keep the trade request under wraps. And they've always like, even as the relationship's been up and down over the years, the Falcons have always really respected Julio's nature and his desire to keep things private. And the first trade request went in two years ago, you know, and when that, that contract negotiation got rocky in 2019, Julio said, you know, if if you don't, if, if, if we can't get a contract done, like I'm totally cool with being traded and that never got out. Right. And then, you know, I think it was obvious to everybody in the building um, you know, when they got there in, in January and February, all the new guys like, all right, like, I don't know if he's going to be around this year. I don't know if he's going to want to be here. And when it was confirmed by Julio, actually through his agent, putting in the trade request, like the, the head coach, Arthur Smith came to an agreement with Julio. We're going to keep this quiet. And so they worked really hard to keep that thing quiet for almost three months. And the way it became public, I think it really angered the Falcons. I'll put it that way. And so I'm sure the Falcons talked with the league office. I don't know if the league office lodged a complaint with Fox or anything like that, but I know the Falcons weren't happy. Let me go back to Aaron Rodgers before I let you go. And, and in particular, Mark Murphy, their CEO, when he came out and said what he said that, you know, Aaron is really, you know, he's dividing our fan base. That felt like that was strategic in what he was saying And I don't know if he's saying to Aaron, look, you're hurting your image here. You talked about the fan base. You talked about the legacy. You talked about tradition. All these great players don't jeopardize that. And and maybe I'm reading more into it, but I was just surprised that he would say that out loud. I don't think, I mean, Dan, how often do we see things like that on a team website too? (laughs) No. Like that was the other part of it. It wasn't an interview. It wasn't like he was sitting there with you and just kind of let it go. It was on a team website, like, and, 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 and not like on camera. It was, I mean, like edited, you know, <laughs> like, so yeah. they had an opportunity to edit that and everything else. And so I, you know, I took a, I just took it two ways. I think, you know, more often than not in situations like this, the reality is fans side with the laundry, right? Like, and the reality is that most times fans aren't going to side with the athlete. And so I think one way you could take it is you could say Mark Murphy is acknowledging that this isn't popular. 
right? And that the way that they're handling this, some people are going to side with Aaron Rodgers. So I think there's an acknowledgement from the team there that we understand that people are going to be, some people are going to be behind Aaron Rodgers on this thing. And so that was one piece of it that I thought was notable. And yeah, I I think the other piece of it is exactly what you're talking about, which is we really don't want to make this ugly. Like, and I can tell you from my own experience, having covered this the last two or three months, um, and I'll give you a little background on this. Like, you know, you have people you talk to regularly in the league and everything else. Um, When things blew up during draft week the way they did, um, and covering that in the aftermath, the Packers asked to go on the record on that. The Packers wanted to go on the record on that. And Brian Kudekus wanted to go on the record on that. And I think part of it is they want to, they were so concerned about the relationship, you know, with Aaron, like that they went out of their way to make sure anything we say is going to be public. Like we don't want to be hiding behind it. We don't want to be sourcing it. Like we want, like what we want to say, we want to have a unified front on this and we want to say what we're going to say publicly and so this to me would be the other side of that, which is exactly what, you, what you're saying, which is like, let's not make this ugly. One way or another, let's just work together. Let's not make this ugly. And whatever resolution we come to, if that means you're out of here in a year, fine. But let's do it in a better way than maybe the Packers handled the, the, the Brett Favre thing. What was it, 14 years ago now? The most interesting quarterback situation is where? I think Chicago. Um, now, New England's interesting. Um, San Francisco's interesting. But I think in both of those places, um, if those teams are contending, um, and, 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 you know, obviously both those teams have been in the Super Bowl relatively recently, I think there's a good chance the rookies sit. I think the difference in Chicago, and the Bears have been good the last few years, is the people's jobs are on the line. And I can tell you, like, to this point, Andy Dalton has taken all the first-team reps. Justin Fields has taken all the second-team reps. Um, to this point, Justin Fields has blended in, and what I was told is he's playing the rookie role in that building really, really well. Like, like has, like, a little leader by example, trait to him, but isn't trying to assert himself or anything like that. He knows his place, which is a good sign for his self-awareness and all of that. I'm also told that they're planning on continuing with this into camp, and Justin Fields is going to be the second team quarterback in camp and work with the twos. And Andy Dalton's going to work with the ones that makes it tough for fields to win the job, but fields is going to play a lot in the preseason. But, but, They're uh, to give him but, a ton of snaps. But Albert, and, I'm, I'm looking at the situation in Chicago. And if I'm trying to hold on to my job, don't I go to the rookie to say, and that's the thing. Like we're, yeah, I mean, we're like, a package deal. This is our right, future. Right. And, and so like, that's the thing is like, you know, you hear about like, well, is that like, can this be Kansas city? And Matt Nagy, the coach that was in Kansas city for the Mahomes redshirt year. So he's got credibility when he's talking about it that way. I just think this is different. And that Andy Reid at that point was in his fifth year and Alex Smith was so established in Kansas city and Patrick Mahomes was more of a curiosity than anything else at that point. Like we didn't know Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and so like, it was a little easier for them there. I just, I think this is interesting because at the first sign of trouble, and it's not like a, a star-studded offense around Andy Dalton, you're going to hear from the fan base, you're going to hear on local radio, it's going to be everywhere, put Justin Fields in. And I'm with you in that, like, what's really interesting about this is it can be a mechanism to save your job if you're Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy, where it's, 
if we can at least show ownership that we got the right quarterback A and that B, we're developing him properly and we're building momentum going into 2022, it's going to be harder for an owner to pull the plug on that than if we just sat him the whole year and nobody knows what he is. Great to talk to you as always, Albert. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. That's Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter and lead content strategist for the Monday Morning Quarterback. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up. And at the top of the hour, we will uh, talk to the sideline reporter who ran into Kevin Durant last night, and it didn't go well. Jared Greenberg will join us. We'll ask him about that awkward encounter with Kevin Durant. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Amazing after a tough workout. Sleep Number Smart Beds. Learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. It's like having a coach for a great night's sleep. And right now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. See store for details. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious, near-silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship. And you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. We uh, talked a little bit about what happened with the Nets and uh, my Milwaukee Bucks last night, those bums. And then after the game, there was an exchange that uh, caught my eye, my ear. And uh, it went like this. Uh, Jared Greenberg is uh, the sideline reporter, NBA on TNT. And after the game, he got a chance to talk to Kevin Durant. And it went like this. Tomorrow will mark two years since you initially injured your calf. I know you worked your butt off to get to this point, but did you ever think you'd be this good? Is that a real question? Of course. I mean, yeah. what, what you want me to say to that? Of course well, I, I mean, did. It's pretty impressive what you've been able to do. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, I mean, that was two years ago. I'm looking forward to just getting up tomorrow and going to practice, watching film, and, and, uh, and seeing how we can get better. But, you know, I appreciate that. But, you know, that was, that was too long ago. All right. Well, I'll come up with some more real questions <laughs> for you next time. Thanks, <laughs> Kevin. Love. <Mark. laughs> Hey, let's bring in Jared Greenberg, the NBA on TNT sideline reporter. All right, in the moment, what are yeah. you thinking when it starts to go south? Uh, the Emmys are tomorrow night. I'm probably not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be nominated for anything. Um, no, you know, Dan, I th- you, you know this. Appreciate you having me on. Those end-of-game scenarios that you did for so long are absolute fire drills. Um, and not to make any excuses for it, but, you know, you got 10 different things going on. You got producers screaming in your ear. We've got another game to get to, to tip off. I know I only have a limited amount of time with Kevin Durant. And honestly, I wanted to get his take on the fact that, you know, there were people out there that didn't know Kevin Durant would be able to play, let alone play at, at, at a time this year. He was in the MVP conversation. Um, And for him to put up, you know, more than 30 points against what was supposed to be one of the best defenses in basketball this year, uh, I just wanted to get his mindset. Probably didn't word it the best I could have worded it, but um, I don't know. I I was taken aback by him not thinking it was a real question because I wasn't putting him down. I was (laughs) I I was trying to get his thoughts. Do you think that he thought? That you, I, I think he goes no. into these interviews that there's a chip on his shoulder. Like he's yes. a little defensive here. And I don't know if he felt that way with that question initially. No question. But I, I don't know that he thought that I was being disrespectful to him. I think he thought 
how dare you, how dare you question whether I could have been great again, which, you know, as you know, as the great basketball player, you, you are Dan, uh, and Achilles is, is a devastating injury. Yeah. I just wondered when I, I could feel the windup and then there was the pitch and then I could just <laughs> tell it was like, Oh God, you know, just kind yeah. of indulge him a little bit, let him off the hook here because you were trying to be complimentary, but I could see right. where Durant's like, Oh yeah. Another member of the media who didn't believe in me or something like that. What kind of relationship do you have with Durant? I, you know, I've interviewed him going back to his days in Oklahoma city. Uh, my first year at Turner was the year that they went to the finals against LeBron and the Miami heat. So that's when I first started, you know, doing one-on-one interviews with them. I don't, I don't know that he knows my name or whatever, but I know he watches a lot of basketball. You know, I'm sure he watches us on NBA TV and on TNT and, you know, um, I, I, I've always had great relationships with him, but, but there's no question. He is, he definitely comes in with, with his, uh, with his gloves up, if you will. Who did you hear from after that interview aired? Um, so the, the funny part about it is that, you know, the, you always wonder when you're doing these games, are people watching? And then, you know, at one point in the game, the Nets were up by 49. So I'm like, all right, nobody's watching this game. And then as soon as I lift up my phone, you know, <laughs> the phone's blowing up and, you know, I, I'm like, why, why are you people still watching this game? It was, it was disgusting. It was, it was a terrible game. Don't you guys have something else to do? It wasn't like the bachelorette on or something last night. If you interview Durant after game three. Oh, yeah. Can you have fun at all oh. with what happened after game two? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and so we unfortunately do not have the series unless it goes to game five. Oh, okay. Uh, ESPN ABC has the next two. <laughs> but if it goes game five, I'm, 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 matter of fact, as soon as we hang up here today, I'm texting the Nets PR staff saying, uh, if the Nets win game five, I want Durant. I don't care whether he got held scoreless. <laughs> what have we learned about James Harden's status? So the Nets are being incredibly vague uh, about the whole thing. Um, they're just saying that it's hamstring tightness. And what's scary is that it's the same hamstring tightness that cost him 21 games in the regular season. But what, what I have kind of surmised here from talking with people around the Nets is that those 21 games, sure, it was a serious injury that they were monitoring, but it was the regular season and they knew what their ultimate goal was. So they were being ultra cautious. If it comes down to it, they certainly don't want to compromise or jeopardize his short-term or long-term future, especially with the Nets. They hope they, they have a long runway here. But they'd be more willing to play him in a game right now than they were in the regular season because of what's at stake. Well, good luck. Get ready for that next question. Uh, maybe Do you have an, any suggestions? An open-ended question. Yeah. Don't, don't, give, don't give him a chance to say yes or no. Right. Because I thought he was going to do that. I, that's happened to me with Tiger Woods. There, there's a couple of athletes who will they'll, they'll give you a yes or no if you give them the opportunity for a yes or no. Open-ended, get him talking. Um, that would probably be my advice in a situation like that. Maybe I just actually start with an actual fake question this time. This way he, he's wondering if it's a... <laughs> Is that a real question? No, it's a <laughs> right. fake no. one. Right. It's a Here's fake one. the real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it, don't ask him about that damn Achilles anymore, all right? That's such all a right. long – and don't ask about his dating life either. Just He just wants to be a hooper. He just that's wants to talk all, about basketball. That's yeah. all he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for being a good sport, Jared.
Uh, you got it. Appreciate Thanks, you having buddy. me on. That's uh, Jared Greenberg. He covers the NBA on TNT, sideline reporter. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i'm not sure who's had more jobs seaton or paulie or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Pauly? But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those yeah. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, but Pauly was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.